Hi, it's Sam. Welcome to Radio Headspace into Friday Morning. I don't know about you, but I find that over the course of the week, clutter tends to build up in my house. But this week, I've been noticing that my house is messier than usual. And this happens sometimes when everyone gets busy and we just start putting off doing dishes or taking out the trash. We actually start to ignore the mess in a way, paying attention to other priorities and just not seeing what's been piling up until we trip over something and nearly break a toe. This reminds me of a time I stayed in a Zen monastery for a week. In the monastery, life is greatly simplified. Your bedroom has only basic furniture and your routine runs like clockwork. Meditate, eat, work. Meditate, eat, and sleep. And in the Zen tradition, cleanliness and order are very important. Zen looks at all activities from eating to cleaning as a meditation. Before meditation, we would take a few moments to arrange our meditation cushion just so, making sure it was centered on the mat, and this habit made me more aware of all the elements and details of my physical surroundings. When I got home from the monastery, I saw my room at home in a whole new way. All of the clutter that I had been ignoring suddenly came into sharp focus, and I remember going to my bedside table and just tidying it up and starting to bring order to the space. I remember first reading Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. She talks about thanking objects and articles of clothing for serving us before letting them go if they no longer spark joy. I find that the more we pay attention to the objects in our lives, the more we want to take care of them and preserve them. This can also lead to buying less because we value order and spaciousness over the quantity of objects that we have. And as we treat everyday objects with more care, we're cultivating conscientiousness more generally, which transfers over to our relationships and other areas of our lives. So what gets in the way of the orderliness that supports our sanity? I think multitasking is one barrier that we can work on. Studies show that multitasking can impair our memory, increase distractibility, increase clumsiness, lower our productivity, and even reduce our brain's gray matter. When we start mindfulness training, we start with our attention and focus. Our ability to regulate our attention is at the center of so many things in our life, from learning to emotional regulation. One of the most helpful tools that we can use while we're learning to meditate and maintain focus on one thing at a time is to surf our urges. When meditating, we get all kinds of urges, from wanting to open our eyes to feeling the urge to go address a to-do list item that you suddenly remember. And when we act on these urges, we reinforce distractibility. So next time you notice an urge, surf it. Watch it rise like a wave, and then watch it fall as you stay centered on your anchor or the task in front of you. If you do need to transition from one task to another, see if you can pause and take a breath and imagine how smooth you can make this transition. If you're working and need a snack from the kitchen, Make that walk a mindful one as you take in your surroundings and maybe offer a bit of gratitude for your home and all the things within it that spark joy for you. In fact, let's take a moment right now to acknowledge the things around you that you're happy to have in your life. If it's safe to do so, just look around the space you're in or just whatever's in front of you and notice things that you feel grateful for. Maybe it's the car that you're in if you're listening while driving 
or the phone that's allowing you to listen to this podcast? What else around you adds to your life in some way? For me, it's the people nearby who support the creation of this podcast, all of our audio equipment that delivers clear and crisp sound, and the quiet space that this building offers, allowing us to concentrate on producing thoughtful content. So just take a moment to notice how you feel after acknowledging what you're grateful for. Maybe your muscles feel more relaxed. Or maybe your mood has shifted toward a more positive direction. And if you don't notice anything right now, that's okay too. We never want to force or coerce ourselves into gratitude, but just open the door to the possibility of gratitude. And if you can't access feelings of gratitude right now, you can send yourself a silent wish to feel it soon. Just by saying to yourself, may I be open to gratitude soon. So that's it for me for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.